Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. Dave, we've got some drug issues going on, uh, turns out. Not in America. No, oh, yeah. And in, in fact, our... We're supposed to say no to that stuff, right? <laughs> I remember those, uh, you know, this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs, the yeah. fried egg. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Say no to drugs, and I don't think it took. Yeah, it didn't. No? <laughs> no, especially because now the, the government is talking about handing out um, drug paraf- paraphernalia. That's a hard word. Paraphernalia. Wow. Yeah, try to do that. Try to say that while you're on drugs. <laughs> yeah, are they, they're, what do you mean? They're, they're, they're handing out mm-hmm. drug paraphernalia? Yeah, the Biden administration recently... Oh, <laughs> oh, of course. No surprise. Yeah, here's a headline from the Washington Free Beacon. Biden admin to fund crack pipe distribution to advance racial equity. Well, you know... Boy, that's a that's a loaded header. <laughs> that sounds a little bit racist too. Mm-hmm. How is that supposed to help racial equity? Well, so do the... I dare even ask? Because <laughs> there can't even be a real answer to that, right? That, that that's just BS, right? Is, a, a is it like the Bernie speak. Sanders when he was trying to, you know, um, make it legal uh, for to sell drugs so for to help out the black people? Do you remember that? No. Oh my gosh! He said it out loud. You, we should look, you should look that up. We have a criminal justice system today that is not only broken; it is racist. Got more people in jail than any other country on earth, including China. And one of the reasons for that is a horrific war on drugs. So I do believe that on day one, we will change the Federal Controlled Substance Act, which, if you can believe it, now equates heroin with marijuana. That's insane. We're going to take marijuana out of that and effectively legalize marijuana in every state in the country. What we are also going to do is move to expunge the records of those people who are arrested for possession of marijuana. And I'll tell you what else we're going to do. We're going to provide help to the African-American, Latino, Native American community to start businesses to sell legal marijuana rather than let a few corporations control the legalized marijuana market. Oh, no. And I'm like, how, how is that not racist? Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, they got to make their money selling drugs. Really? That's what you think, Bernie? Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's insane. And, you know. This does make sense from the Biden administration because the smartest man that Biden knows is Hunter. So he's probably like, hey, yeah, how about you uh, make some of this crack stuff free and hand it out, you know, for racial equity? Yeah, yeah, let's do it that for that reason. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Hunter could be, you know, like the czar of of this <laughs> of, of these smoking kits. Uh, wow, that's unbelievable. They're yeah. really doing that, huh? Yeah, this this picture is disturbing. Yeah, well. That's what, what crack is. This is a nasty. Uh, sorry, those those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, check us out on uh, Spotify or YouTube or Rumble. You can see the pictures. Yeah, some dude sitting there lighting up his crack pipe. Yeah. Except for was that a? Cra- I, I guess I'm not too familiar. That actually didn't look like a crack pipe with weed in it or something. Yeah, because I thought a crack pipe you like <laughs> like heated up the bottom of the the glass uh-huh. i don't know i'm not i'm not too savvy with the whole crack I'm i just know either. it's kind of bad you know maybe uh our next show we're going to grab some crack and maybe we'll get some of this uh free crack kits and try it out <laughs> i mean it's the, the it's hell of the, a show <laughs> <laughs> it'd probably be the last one we do too yeah <laughs> find a new hobby yeah we're gonna be divorced yeah, yeah. <laughs> lose our teeth uh, yeah. no you're right actually that that pipe doesn't it looks like maybe that would be marijuana um 
Now I'm all I, confused. I, I wouldn't even say that that looks like tobacco, but um, that's a fancy looking pipe. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, but his nails are disgusting. Oh, God. He's got to have something to nibble on yeah, while he's I, on crack. That's kind of what it looks like. Oh. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just read a, a little bit here. Yeah, tell me this what article. this is about. This is a mess. Because there is some, there's some uh, dispute about whether the government is actually handing out crack pipes. Because, well, I'll, I'll get to it. Yeah, there's a USA Today article just dive about in. it. But anyway, this is from the Washington Free Beacon. The $30 million grant program, which closed applicants... Uh, let's see, applications Monday and will begin in May, will provide funds to nonprofit and local governments to make drug use safer for addicts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Included in the grant, which is overseen by the Department of Health and Human Services, are funds for smoking kits and supplies. <laughs> Have you ever seen the show? And it's, what is it called when everybody gets together? Intervention. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And a huge thing, a huge thing that, mm-hmm. that they talk about, which makes people worse off, is being the enabler. Mm-hmm. How is this supposed to help when we are enabling it? <laughs> you know, you're not going to go to jail. You know, there's no consequence. In fact, we got your back. Mm-hmm. In fact, if you don't have the supplies, <laughs> we'll hook you up with that too. <laughs> Why are we enabling this? Mm-hmm. This is unbelievable. Well, their spokesperson... This is say yes to drugs. Evidently, the spokesperson told the Free Beacon that these kits will provide pipes for users to smoke crack, cocaine, crystal meth, uh, and other illicit substances. Well, that's good. They can hand out syringes so they don't have to use dirty needles <laughs> when they shoot up with heroin in their toes. Yeah, are you well, kidding me? Well, they're talking about they want to reduce the risk of infection from uh, sharing, I guess, pipes. Um, infection of what um covid all, i mean all kinds of different stuff because they say cuts and sores um oh, you know okay you know because these are these are people that are like i remember they I mean, scabby faces yeah, and stuff it's disgusting but, so you would still think what you would rather do is try to wipe off the crack from the face of the earth instead right yeah but it, no no let's enable it make a place for them give them new crack pipes <laughs> well and here's where the uh you know, the racial equity thing comes in. Yeah, tell me about that. Uh, the HHS said the kits aim to reduce the risk of infection when smoking substances with glass pipes, which can lead to infection through cuts and sores. Applicants for the grant are prioritized if they treat a majority of under, let's see, underserved communities, including African-American and LGBTQ plus persons. As established under the present Joe Biden executive order on (laughs) advancing uh, racial equity. So now this to me does not seem like it's supportive. You were just talking about enabling this. uh, This doesn't sound good at all. (laughs) How is this a good thing for um, these these two communities? And how how about this? Uh, How about why aren't the black people stepping up and saying? Hey, you know what? We're not all about crack. Yeah. You know, in fact, do I do? Hmm. I know a handful of black people. I don't think I know any of them that do crack. When does BLM come out and say? And how is that a racial? Mm hmm. I mean, do they even know what racial means? I mean, they don't even. Mm hmm. It's a minority group or or, and, and how come the LGBTQ are in extra need of crack pipes? Yeah, why is it that this these particular communities should be prioritized 
yeah. to then be provided or enabled to do this particular Am thing. Am I, as a white male, more capable of going out and buying new crack pipes on a regular and get my own crack, but these people are not capable of it? I mean... What, I don't, it's all, it, it I just don't doesn't know. make any sense, right? Doesn't make any yeah, sense. No matter how you point paint it. Mm -hmm. That sounds racist to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it sounds racist and bigoted. I agree. <laughs> I it doesn't, it, it, there's you're not supposed to put everything in one. There's not a whole logic or, in this or Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they go on to say, uh, Democrat-run cities such as San Francisco and Seattle have distributed smoking kits to residents. Some local government, however have in recent years backed away from their smoking kit program over concerns they enable drug use, like in Louisville, They're just Kentucky. concerned about it, or <laughs> it is doing it? Yeah. Louisville, <laughs> Kentucky, for example, allowed uh, convenience stores to sell smoking kits, but later banned them. Legis legislators in Maryland ditched their distribution plan after facing backlash from the local law enforcement and African-American leaders. Well, Good. There should be, there should be some, you know, yeah. local leaders, you know, in this case, African American leaders that stand up and say, you know, what, stop doing Don't this. Don't doing this on our behalf. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yeah. In fact, do I dare say? I think the majority of people I think that do crack are white people. If I can remember, <laughs> if I see some crazy cracked out person down on the mm -hmm. street, it's some crazy white dude out there <laughs> freaking out. Uh, oh my heavens! We do live in more of a like a, a you know more white uh, community and. And it's true. Like the the drug problems, the homelessness problems, it is I would say significantly more white in in our particular yeah. area. I don't see a whole lot of um, you know people of of color suffering from the same addiction and homelessness issues that, that a lot of these other white people do. You make it sound like but, they're freaking helpless, and they're not. They're freaking yeah. more capable, if not just as capable as we are for doing bad things and good things. Yeah, but, but we've already identified what the main problem is here. Uh, drug use. It doesn't. Why, why does color or sexual orientation Even have part, anything to do with it? I think it helps sell their, their agenda mm -hmm. because they're doing it for, you know, um, good reasons to help out the minorities. Yeah, it looks like yeah, President Joe Biden's executive order on advancing racial equality. Maybe he has a... Or, sorry, not equality. Equity, equity. perhaps. <laughs> I don't want to screw those two up. Yeah, that's something else, isn't it? It it blows me away. I I know we've did a we've done a show on, you know, you know about here in Oregon they allowed you to carry all types of drugs on you now without going doing any major oh, gotcha. major time or anything, and it blows me away. I mean, I I'm kind of a to each their own on you know marijuana and alcohol because alcohol is a drug. Mm -hmm. um, but we're talking, I mean, alcohol can destroy lives. Oh, absolutely. And it's destroyed probably more than any other ones. Yeah. And, um, and it's okay. But, you know, but, but when you're talking about heroin and crack and stuff, don't, I don't like hearing that, that we're essentially giving up the fight. We're just trying to help you along so you could, you know, do it safer now. It's just crazy Make to it think... easier for you because maybe... And, and, and you're going to give a new nice crack pipe, and how come that, that brand new crack pipe of theirs, that's still going to give diseases to the next guy if they share it, mm -hmm. if that's what they're concerned, whether it's an old one or not. <laughs> and, and they have a lighter, just, just burn it and get it all hot so it kills all the stuff on it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, when you're Aren't all... they wearing masks? When you're all... <laughs> 
They should be good. When you're all cracked out, I don't think logic really comes into play. Well, here. that's why they have these these little what do you call them? Places to go and get high. Yeah, these safe shoot up sites. Um, uh, so you, they're gonna get mugged there because everybody. <laughs> you got crack? I need mm-hmm. crack. You go there and you know they've got crack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's crack cocaine. Uh, okay, so I was I was wrong. It wasn't USA Today. It was uh, it was a Washington Post, and they have a headline that says, "No, the federal government isn't spending thirty million on crack pipes." Well, it's three hundred million. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, um, just reading the article here, it says uh, conservative figures have launched an online furor. Oh, that doesn't so, sound no, good that's either. Not good at all. <laughs> um, this week, claiming that the government planned to spend thirty million on pipes for smoking crack cocaine. The heightened concern came months after the Department of Health and Human Services announced a federal grant for local programs to provide a myriad of of harm reduction tools Mm -hmm. Uh, or services that minimize the risk associated with drug use, including distributing drug paraphernalia such as clean needles. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Republicans. Oh, so they're doing that. (laughs) Yeah. I was kidding. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Of course, this is do. not just about smoking kits. This is this goes beyond. Uh, Republicans seized on crack pipes, causing the phrase to trend on Twitter on on uh, Tuesday. The latest and continued resistance from the GOP against harm reduction techniques at a time when people are dying of drug overdose and record rates in the United States. Well, yeah, of course. Where do you think they're going to go? You think are they even going to go to these places? I mean, come <laughs> on, who wants to go get all cracked out around somebody you don't know? <laughs> uh, so the article goes on and, and the headline here is says um you know what is the grant for okay in a first of its kind federal grant to be distributed by the substance abuse and mental health services administration a branch of the uh hhs hhs the human health services yeah i guess uh dozens of organizations across the country would be able to spend the money over three years on a pre-approved list of resources including referrals to treatment infectious disease testing kits condoms and vaccinations for hepatitis a and b also on the list safe smoking kits typically such kits include rubber mouthpieces to prevent cuts and and burns Brass screens to filter contaminants and disinfectant wipes, according to the Harm Reduction International. Are they just like, <laughs> hey, come on, guys, you have this. Hey, vote here and vote for these people here. I mean, what, what's their angle? Yeah, what is their angle? Because what they're talking about is is enabling. Right. They're providing these things. You have your in, government in, cheese, government crack pipe. We're, it's probably cheaply made. We've talked uh, in, in the past about, you know, the solution can't be worse than the problem. Okay, I can't say that the solution here <laughs> is any better than the problem what they're doing is they're enabling them to continue to do their drug habits right. and that it, to me seems way more harmful than maybe um you know getting a, a cut or burning themselves and and perhaps there might be more users now because they know that that they're getting soft on drugs yeah i mean i've it just blows me away. I have a hard time. I usually don't have a hard time coming up with something to say, but it just <laughs> it just blows me away that there's quote important people coming up with these ideas, and then there's they have to take it to a board of somebody, and that board has to go. Sounds like a plan. Let's go with it. <laughs> and then our tax dollars are going to be funding them. Now, guess what? Well, 
we better make the government crack because we don't want the stuff that might have you know, impurities that could kill them. Oh. We'd like, like, you have to have the heroin. You don't want people dying with a bad batch of heroin now, do you? Oh, my gosh. Watch. They're just trying to get in on the drug. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're That's already really in on funny. drugs, too, but That's now, now the illegal ones. That's a good angle, Dave. Well, what is it? <laughs> what possibly positive thing could be coming of this? Yeah, where where could this end up? For anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, uh Unless they're hoping, I don't even know. I want to know where, where like the serious, like the really good drug counselors, where, what their opinion is on, on this particular thing. Because most, uh, I mean, not most, but a lot of, a lot of those drug counselors are, are former addicts and they come in and they, they support people in trying to, to kick the habit or, or somehow get, get away from it. But this to me makes like no sense. And those people probably would say, yeah, we can't enable this. The The reason that they are drug addicts is because other people have allowed them to continue down this right. path. Right. There's no, there's no resolving the problem of drug addiction it's, it's almost if like they continue to do drugs. They want them to keep doing it so hopefully they die faster. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. Other than sitting there trying to, maybe they just want to like keep them out of our jails or, you know, I, I don't know. I, well, I, they decriminalized it. You said it in Oregon. They decriminalized um, the heavier drugs. And yeah. uh, unless you're carrying a certain amount, and then I think then you can get No, I think, I think in Oregon, it's one of those things. Do you have enough for everybody in the room? Mm. Now you're going to jail. <laughs> you have to have them enough to, you know, to share throughout the whole max. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah. Is that it, is that it, gum it, in your mouth? Did you bring enough for everyone? everyone? That's right. <laughs> you have to have tons of it, or else you're going to jail, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I mean, why not go that way? I, I'm telling you, it, it, it. This is so bad for our population. Mm-hmm. And and then what are you, are you? Are they going to be responsible for when they leave? The example is, I go to a bar and I get too shitty and I leave. And the bar could be held responsible because I left drunk and I just... Yeah. Who's going to be responsible for all these crackheads that they release out of their freaking smoke areas? Yeah. And now they're just going to release them through the city to go do, you know, create havoc? Or are they going to assure that they've calmed down? I mean, before they get released? And what makes them think that they're not going to sit there the whole time? I mean, come on, because yeah. next thing you know, they're going to have to provide lunches and, and beverages and stuff <laughs> because they've been there for eight hours all jacked up on crack. Mm-hmm. I mean, when does it end? Well, we got to get some beds in there, too, and some housing systems. You might as well do that and just let them have the best six months of their lives they can because that's all they're going to have. Yeah, where's the legal liability on this? Right. You're going to just let them get all cracked out, and then it's our responsibility. Let's well, send all... them out to the, you know, to the public, and now they're going to have to deal with crazy... Crackheads. I mean, I had one guy that we were going to Kohl's store, and I was taking my daughter shopping, and there's this crazy cracked out dude, mm-hmm. and you could hear him just yelling and just violent. And and then there's this poor lady comes around on a hover around little cart, uh-huh. and she has to go down the sidewalk. And the guy, I mean, I was ready to go. Mm-hmm. The guy, he acted like he was going to push her over. And didn't, mm-hmm. but I, but that's how insane the the stuff makes people just crazy, mm-hmm. and and uh, so in fact, but anyways, that's just what I, my point is: is they're going to go out and be violent. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not like a, it's not like the guys out that these people are out there smoking weed and they come out and go, hey man, 
Yeah, I'm really, 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 really chilled. Yeah. I just need to know where I could get something to drink and something to eat. <laughs> yeah, some cheesy poops. You know what I mean? <laughs> These are this this alters people's state of mind mm-hmm. in in a heavy way, and you don't know how they're going to react. You don't know if they're going to sit there and talk to the wall, or if they're going to go. I don't even know. Just they're crazy. I don't know if you ever watch crackheads. They, they'll be dancing out in the middle of the street. Well, they're getting un- naked. They're unpredictable. That's I think that's the scary part. They're unpredictable. Yeah. We, we've talked about some of the homeless issues, and and I ran into this issue uh, at work where a homeless person right, right. Um, swung his um, his walking stick at me, and you know, laying down next to him was his crack pipe, and you know, you could tell he was not all there, but. In those situations, you just kind of you just don't know if they're going to do something that's irrational. I mean, what normal person would be swinging at me with with a stick, and who yeah. knows what direction yeah. you know what else maybe they're carrying? But what other freakish thing that they might end up doing and right. not totally have a logical reason to, to I mean, do it? Why not the government try to support us to be safer around crackheads instead of supporting them? Yeah. You know, you're supporting the crackheads, not not just crackheads, but apparently all the heroin users and all that stuff too. But what, who's supporting the people that go to work? We have to walk over these people. We have to, you know, when they're, they're cracked out, passed out in the middle of the road or, or in the street. Mm-hmm. And, um, and when they're violent, what, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, we're the ones that have to deal with it. Why not put, put funds into us instead of them? What do you think is like the, I mean, you've you already kind of said it doesn't make any sense, but what do you think their angle is here? I mean, we're not, they're not supporting voters, right? These people are cracked out. They're, right. they're not they're, voters. They're not gonna... So what is it that they accomplish here? Or is it just PR? It has to be because, I mean, how about this? For starters, in the very beginning, we talked about, you know, they're, they're helping out the African-American community oh, the equity and stuff. the LGBTQ stuff. So... Mm-hmm. You know, that is a huge deal to um, a certain group of peoples. And mm-hmm. and so well, they can just make, playing along with, with, I mean. They can make the argument that the people on the, on the right, the Republicans, are, are against, are against uh, the, all the minorities. Yes, that's that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's, maybe that's the whole, you know, PR thing. It's their but push. It, but at the same time, they're promoting drug use to those specific people more so than everybody else. Well, it's like the uh, uh, the abortion stuff. You know, originally Planned Parenthood, the the person who mm-hmm. started, and I can't remember her name, um, that started Planned Parenthood was a racist. And right. She wanted to basically reduce the number of, of black right. um, babies. And so she created this this big old organization, which now is promoted as as women's health, but really... If you look at the number of of uh, of minority babies that were killed, that's a that's equivalent to genocide. Well, the, yes, and they've even utilized this last even like during Trump's era mm-hmm. um, that uh, that we've got to keep. Uh, well, you can't shut down um, Planned Parenthood, and they brought up because of the African American communities. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, Margaret Sanger. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So it's, um, I just think it's a game and, and it's at the cost of all of our lives because, you know, I make fun of the crackheads because, um, well, because they're all jacked up, but you know, (laughs) that could be you and me. 
if mm. we took a wrong turn and we decided to try it once and we're screwed up, you know, we're good people. And these people could have been good people too that just went off the rocker and they might need some help, might be able to still be good people afterwards. Mm-hmm. Maybe twitch once in a while. <laughs> but they might be able to help people, maybe be able to, you know, be a, um, a counselor like you were talked about. They're ex-addicts, you know. But you know that all these drug problems that exist right now have in in all the lightning of the prosecution of these offenses has contributed to the homeless population, to yep. vandalism, to uh, robbery, to uh, trespass. All of these things have gone up and mostly because we've, well, in some cases, enabled or just allowed this drug behavior to continue. Right. You know, this, the whole idea of, of um, you know, the war against drugs and how the United States was trying to, you know, do all this. I don't know how, you know, much of a war and what their tactics were through the years. I'm sure there's some historical context. Yeah. But, but I think allowing it or enabling it like it is, it just, you can see right away that it contributes to this... More drug activity? Yeah, more drug activity not, not... and downfall of our... Of our communities. Right. I mean, during the whole Oregon passing the law of not getting in trouble for carrying a certain amount on you and all that stuff is, is they said, you know, the war on drugs, well, the drugs won. Mm-hmm. You know, I would at least like to know that we're putting funds into fighting to attempt to eliminate drugs, not, not making it more accessible and places to do it. Yeah. And, and, and I don't need, if they just think, well, we just want to be there to make sure you're safe and and make sure that we could help you if you OD. And like, I don't need the government up my ass all the time in every <laughs> angle, you know? If I want to tie one on and get drunk and pass out and, you know, mm-hmm. outside of my house somewhere, I, I don't want you over there looking at me because you're going to throw me in jail. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just, uh, they don't need to be in our lives all the time. And they don't need to be pushing fucking drugs on people <laughs> come on that's what it is if if you say it's okay i remember not too long ago that if you went into a head shop or a place and they sold bongs mm-hmm. you couldn't even call them bongs they're water uh, pipes yeah tobacco water pipes or mm-hmm. something yeah. like that and and now because of the government because of the laws and now they're going to issue them for it to you mm-hmm. it, it's Makes zero sense, zero sense. I, I, you know, I'm not even going to go back to our founding fathers, but um, some of our leaders who aren't with us anymore would be are probably rolling in their graves that they can't even believe that this is what people that are leading this country are coming up with and implementing. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's is? Are, don't they have to vote on this? Who's saying it's okay? Well, in, in some cases, no. It's the leaders that were voted in have the power to create some of these things. I mean, there are budgets that get created by the people we've elected to provide certain, you know, human services. Uh, you know, in this case, the HHS is, you know, they've got all this funding and so they can develop these programs to do what they want to do. And there's not really, you know, un- unless we get different leaders to tell the- those organizations not to do what they're right. doing, but we have, you know, the Biden administration is, and their advancing racial equity well, um, executive order is is creating an environment where these now these things are happening. Right. I mean, ne- next thing you know, we're going to have a place to, you know, for all the hookers out there. 
If you're going to like get a hook, yeah. you don't want to do it in your car. Well, I'm kind of... want to get... We're going to have a nice place for you to do it, and we can disinfect. <laughs> we'll even have some people from the state clean up the rooms so you could have the next John or whatever you want to call him to show up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're supporting and promoting illegal activity. Yeah, why not prostitution? Why, well, I mean, <laughs> why not? I mean, they're going to have to go down and see, you know, what category they could use, what minority group that they could put it under to sell it first, you know, so they could look... Good. I'm not saying that prostitution uh, prostitution is one of those like really good things, but I think that the the harmful sides of prostitution is probably not as serious as as like drug abuse and you know people getting cracked out. Um, Well, if they're worried about giving out these new crack pipes because they're worried about diseases, mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. well. Yeah, prostitutions. I mean, sure, but they prosti- could they, yeah. they could still provide Tunes. the the facilities, mm-hmm. and they could provide the testing. And the they hand could sanitizer, the, <laughs> the sanitizer. You know, the the condoms, condoms and all the other things. You know, so th- sure you Mouthwash. could you could apply the same particular model with you know a sex kit, right? <laughs> for the prostitutions, you know, or the prostitutes. Now, I, I you know, my uh, political leaning is libertarian, and so I do want the government out of my business. I figure what I do at home is my business. It's not anyone else's. Right. And and so I think, you know, if someone wants to smoke crack at home, as much as I think that crack is bad for you, uh, it's in your own house. You're not out there in society creating other problems. And I shouldn't have to pay for them to do their crack. Sure, absolutely. And I shouldn't have to make sure that they have a safe place to do their crack. Because mm-hmm. is there a safe place to do crack, really? Is there really a safe? I, I mean, maybe like there... the meta metaverse or something. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There might be some of the virtual uh, crack there, pipe smoking. I don't think thing. that there's there's even a even even with the doctors around you and padded room. I don't think there's just doing crack in itself isn't safe. So there's no real safe place to do crack. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're just talking crack at this point. But uh, again, these they're talking about other tools, other accessories, other things right. that would. You know, we're talking about needles, and I mean, what other drugs could they now start either, you know, providing support for? Now, some of these said that that you're not allowed to, these um, places are not allowed to distribute drugs, but you're allowed to bring in your own, and they're just going to provide you with the tools to utilize it. And at what point? It sounds know. unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't hey, it? Hey, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it just sounds like you know the when when you're when like a young kid's under twenty one and and their parents are you know say yeah, listen I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you the alcohol because it's safer underneath my roof that way I could watch you mm-hmm. and it's like you know you don't have to buy them alcohol <laughs> you know you yeah. don't have to make it easier for them mm-hmm. you know because guess what now it's gonna be every weekend you know it might be harder one week here's this perfect example when i was a kid trying to do the same damn thing 16 18 17 somewhere around there and and if we can't get anybody to buy it, well, we didn't get to drink that night. <laughs> yeah. If we have somebody to go buy it for us, we're drinking it all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's don't enable it. Don't it's, enable I, it. I understand the concept of some of it, but uh, at least how about this? If you're going to be that quote cool parent and you're going to come over and you could drink in my house so I could watch you. Make them get their own shit. <laughs> you know, don't go out there. Make it so it's not all the time. And make it not so easy. And and remember these things. 
how about this? This is, we've talked a little bit about this is if I was to be that quote, cool parent and let my daughter come here and get drunk and let her friends, mm-hmm. I'm responsible and liable for all of that. I could do jail mm-hmm. time. Why in the hell aren't these people? Yeah. It's, it's, it should be the same. I mean, mm-hmm. really. Well, think about the, the, the example though, of, of being that cool parent and allowing the, the kids to come over and drink or whatever. I think in our upbringing, maybe is a little bit different than some other folks because we were kind of in a conservative, somewhat conservative home where you don't have a whole lot of drinking going on at home. I don't know right. about you know nope. your exact childhood in that area, but I certainly didn't have alcohol in the house. Both my parents didn't drink. None of my, none of my immediate family. The only alcohol in your house is the alcohol that your brother and I brought into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. so bad. It's true. But you know, for us, I grew up in an environment where I wasn't around people who drank, and. I didn't understand. I had a, a fear of drinking. Like there was this scary idea that you have a beer and now you're drunk and now you're unpredictable. You're going to do violent things. It, to me, <clears throat> growing up, it seemed to me that this was a very dangerous thing to get involved in. And so you well, stay away from it. The problem is, is that at some point you start to realize that a lot of other people are doing it and, and it's not harming them. And so then you kind of get involved in it. And then you haven't had the experience of responsible people around you to then make responsible decisions. A lot of my friends growing up that had, like when I went to public school eventually, the the friends that were the the trustworthy, the responsible ones, were actually the kids that actually started drinking earlier in their own household, but it wasn't like they were drinking a lot. It was just they were around responsible adults. And once in a while they could taste, you know, wine or, or mm. whatever it was, but they weren't all, they weren't home getting drunk. It was just, they understood the risks much better well, there's than le- us. A lot in less our, curiosity. Yeah. Just like the pastor's some, kids that we had that went crazy, crazy. as soon as they yeah. got introduced to it. Yeah. And when it was funny, cause your brother and I, well, not, well, for the most part, when some of our buddies that we went to school with, friends that we went to school with in a um, private school. Mm-hmm. When they got out of school and they they went crazy and we were we were almost done with that scene, you mm-hmm. know, hitting the bars hard and do all this stuff. We still might go to the bars, but it wasn't like all the time. It was like, uh, kids, listen here. We're the same age, but yeah. like you guys are like four or five years behind us. Mm-hmm. But it kind of goes the same with like firearms in the house. Somebody that oh good uh, that sees mm-hmm. the guns and gets to handle them and knows them. You know, somebody that never gets to see one sees them. Whoa, you know, they're completely intrigued or curiosity or could get the better of them mm-hmm. when somebody else handles them and it's not a big deal. They're yeah. It becomes it. dangerous if they haven't been exposed right. to them. Yeah. 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 Well, in, in, you know, the other areas, I mean, we're just talking alcohol, but in other areas like with smoking weed or doing kind of, you know, any other like drugs, you get to see in your household, if your parents are doing that or you've got friends or, um, you know, other relatives or friends of your parents come mm-hmm. over and they see that those particular things are actually damaging. And the same thing with alcohol, of course, if you're drinking too much and it creates a problem and your kids are watching you, you know, then it imprints something in their brain and maybe that's going to change the way they they proceed in the future. Well, and it can actually be a good deterrent. Could be. I. I'm a firm believer in, and I know when I was growing up, it was mostly said about cigarettes. Like, yeah, if there's smoking cigarettes in the house, you're going to, you've got like a, I can't remember the percentage, but I'm going to make one up. 95% chance you're going to be a smoker too. Mm. And it's kind of 
you know, a lot of times if you're religious in that household, you're going to be religious too. It's kind of mm-hmm. just how you're grown up. Mm-hmm. Same thing with if you have wine at the dinner table, why wouldn't they have wine at their dinner table when they grow up, you know? And, uh, but it, it's, it is, it could be a little, you know, you have, you have to be cautious with whatever, because you do, because, you know, I, I have a beverage here and there. And, uh, you know, I know my daughter knows that I have a beverage and I don't want her to think that it's, it's that easy or, or, or to do it all the time or, you mm-hmm. know, so I try to also be responsible when we are, you know, uh, having a beverage here mm-hmm. and there. So, so I, I, I get, I get worried because now I see that she has seen me have beverages. She's definitely going to have one too, one of these days, you yeah. know, and you know, but I want to say for the most part, I don't know. I've had friends that were literally alcoholics while they were in high school. They have gone through programs mm-hmm. and they were like 14 when they were he- heavy alcoholics. It's That's unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah. And, uh, I was a sophomore year in high school when I found out one of my friends was, uh, recovered mm. alcoholic and it's unbelievable. And so I, I, you know, I, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, uh, for me to like see this stuff that they're pushing their government's giving and enabling everybody because anything you do from food to heavy drugs, man, it, it you gotta be cautious what you do. You could ruin your life. Yeah. From getting too heavy or, you know, to OD and you're dead. Yeah. Well, the, the other side that I'm looking at it from is, is I, I really wish that parents would be more in control of their household, their kids, the, communication yeah the 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 potential for the kid to pick up some bad things and that a lot of the responsibility should be placed on their shoulders and of course in their home in this particular case it looks like we're kind of allowing the government to to take over those particular roles and they need to stay out of more of every angle of our lives they're trying that's what they're trying to do is get into Mm -hmm. every angle of our lives Mm -hmm. i mean well, think about the education side, you know, where a lot of these services are, are provided at, at schools to, you know, give health advice and they were handing out condoms and other things for kids. And that kind of takes what the responsibility should be for the parents yep. away. Yep. And in these particular cases where you've got drug <laughs> safe spaces to do drugs provided by the government. Well, wait a minute. Now there's another layer here. If if someone wants to go out and do these things, well, where are the parents? Where where was the where was the support and the influence? Yeah. You were talking about these interventions, and there are families that it's like, yeah, you've got to have a sit down and talk to these people, and and get them to kind of wake up. But you've just kind of allowed if if these other places exist now you've kind of allowed them to go to this other supposed safe space right. and, uh, and you don't have to worry about the other dangers because now you get to continue your habit in a safer place right assuming it doesn't make any sense right uh, it's it is again unbelievable they're they're not giving up the war on drugs they're just um using drugs for some other reason. Yeah. That's I, I want to know what the move us. I know it. I want to know what their their big uh move is here. I know the you know the whole equity thing and 
you know, just... providing services to, you know, minorities or whatever as as a priority group. I, I can see where the government is trying to win some points with the population. Oh, yeah, we support but all these. I just these. think that that's false. But I think, I think that the, just, the method that they're use. using is is bothersome. My My understanding is that, you know, the more free stuff and the more that the government steps in to take care of you, the more Control. people... Yeah, the more people will will just kind of submit to them. Right. So I, I guess I can understand that side of it, but on on the right side of this particular issue, it just seems like we need to be promoting people to actually take responsibility for themselves. And if you know, avoid getting started in the first place. But if you do get started, then there should be some resources, and hopefully that starts with your family first, your family and friends right. first. And, you know, there are organizations, hospitals and others out there that will, you know, nonprofits that are not government related that can support folks. When my tax dollars goes to pay for these shoot up sites, it angers me because I don't want my tax dollars to go towards something that's enabling further bad behavior. I want my tax dollars to provide something that's like. You know, police and fire and, you know, maybe some safe roads. I was just going to uh, say, yeah, some new roads. <laughs> build that shit back better. Uh-huh. This isn't yeah. building back better, no. given this uh, and enabling drugs. And they shouldn't be prioritizing uh, minority communities. They should be identifying the areas that need the the most and take care of those first. It, I mean, had, it should the, have nothing to do with, with the, um, uh, the race or sexual well, they, uh, orientation. Right. And, you know... It's also the Biden administration that pushes the systemic racism. The hell do you think this is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What if this? Uh, you know. What if this thing that said um, we're going to go with uh, underserved communities in the white American and straight, um, you know, communities because that's part of the executive order of advancing you know racial equity? People would be angry. You can't just. You can't just say, oh, yeah, we're going to take care of the black community. Well, that excludes a lot of other communities that are just in the same need as the black community. Everybody is affected by drugs. Everybody. And I don't know the percentages, but because there's more white people, there's probably more white people that are crackheads Mm -hmm. in just percentages. I mean, but but it's not not a black problem. Yeah, it's not a it's a it's a everybody problem mm-hmm. and um and and i i try not to get offended or anything but i take offense to that that just like with the voting that that you can't have this was an argument i don't know if it still is but you can't have voter id because you know black people will not be able to vote as much i'm like what? yeah what, <laughs> what yeah, the hell what is you, that yeah what are you talking about yeah, yeah. that's racist and I don't know why they, I swear that it's still what they're pushing, but that's what mm-hmm. they had pushed over why we can't have, it's a racist thing to have is, yeah. is ID. Yeah. And the, and the crux of it is, is not having ID. Uh, so let's support people in getting ID. It, it has nothing to do with race. Right. If, if you want to vote. They just use that there's as a, requirement. a for them. <laughs> yeah. They use the, they, the LGBTQ community should be pissed because they're using their name. Mm-hmm. Same with the black, uh, African-American black community, mm-hmm. um, are using them to promote whatever the hell they're trying to push here. Yeah. And they should be a pissed. Yeah. Well, Not, and that's why I like the, you know, the quotes from uh, Kentucky and was it Maryland, you know, where 
folks stepped up, law enforcement folks, and then uh, members of the uh, black community stepped up and said, nope, we're not, we're not going to do this. And uh, good for them. That's, yeah. that's the way it should be. Yep. And maybe that should say something that they're trying to hand out condoms because they don't want you guys to breed anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. With all the, you know, the Margaret Singer um, yep. philosophies out there. Uh, what do you say? you have anything else to add to this? No, I'm oh, good and angered okay. about this yeah, mess. I know. That they did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. Oh. Maybe too serious. Nah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 We should have we hit the crack pipe before we did this one. <laughs> we probably had a lot no, more No, I have work to do later, so... <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks again for watching. If you don't mind, give us a thumbs up and write some comments on our YouTube channel. You can catch more video on the Spotify and on Rumble. And you can find more information on our website. Nevertoseries.com. Check and, it out. Yeah. And we do have some merch on there. So get it on there. Find, us, uh, find yourself a little shirt. I don't know if you ever noticed, but Scott and I have been wearing our fancy little jackets and shirts. Mm. And it has uh, our little logos on the back. But yeah, you should check it out. Yeah. That's some good stuff out there. Yep. All right, uh, until we see you next time, take care. And be safe.